Hey guys, my name is Nate Block. I'm alongside Taylor West. Teddy Conover will be joining us later. Today we're going to preview the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I mean, this game, uh, the Ravens have to win. I think that's an understatement because of playoff implications and also AFC North implications. I mean, if the Ravens did win their last two games, they could get away with losing this game. But really, against a Buccaneers team that's 5-8 and eight and 1-5 and five on the road, they've been really struggling um, this season. But I... The, the Ravens have to win it, I yeah. think. Um, but l- let's let's come out first and say Lamar Jackson coming in his fifth start. He's 3-1. and one, Lost his first game last week in a really tight game. That was unfortunate. If you want to hear about that game, just go on yesterday's video. We uh, completely – it's titled Our Reactions to the Ravens-Chiefs game. Yep. So um, go ahead and watch that if you – before this. Um, so, yeah, I mean the Buccaneers have not had a good year to say the no, least. No, not at all. They're in a tough division. But are they? Are, is the NFC South that good a division? Because like going into this year, like everybody was like, the NFC South, the, the <laughs> NFC South is going to be the best division in football with the Falcons, the Saints, and the Panthers. But really, the Falcons and Panthers have been not great this year. Yeah, I mean the Panthers. They we thought they'd be good a couple weeks ago, yeah. but the last couple weeks they've been disappointing. I just think the Buccaneers they're really not that good this year, and the Saints obviously are the best team in that division, and it's clear cut they're going to win it. Yeah, I think one of the the Ravens we've seen the last couple of weeks really need to get their running offense going if they want to win this game. Um, but I, it's not going to be the toughest win for them. You know, it's at home. The Ravens have been one of the best teams at home since Flacco has been in the NFL, at least um, for like the last 10 years. Um, you know, what I expect from this game is I think we're going to start out the same way we've started out all these other games. We're going to run in a lot. But what I hope for is that come ahead and get up by maybe like 10, 14 points, and then see Lamar Jackson throw a little bit more. Get him ready for the next game against the Chargers. It's going to be a big one. And this could be Lamar Jackson's first opportunity to really have a breakout passing game. Yeah. Going against the 27th-ranked passing defense in the league. He had an opportunity last week against Kansas City. But, you know, Kansas City's defense really didn't play that as poorly as I was expecting them to. Um, But I I think Lamar Jackson could get at least to 250 yards for the first time this season. Yeah, Over 200 yards at least. Um, so, but the run, the, the Tampa Bay run defense, not a great run defense. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, they are, let me see, 20th in the league, you know, below average. So what do you think about Kenneth Dixon and Gus Edwards? You know, Kenneth Dixon last week had, I think, you know, although it may not so show up on the stat sheet as that good of a game for, well, I mean, it will because he averaged a lot of yards per carry, but they didn't run him as much as they should have, I yeah. think. Kenneth Dixon looked a lot, looked like a beast in that game. Stronger running back than Gus Edwards. Strong, much game. stronger. He rushed eight carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, it, it looked like, he looked like Gus Edwards when he came in, and Gus Edwards is kind of like, you know, he had another good game, 16 carries for 67 yards, but is that, I, I don't think that's going to quite get it done. Yeah, I think Gus will still start the game, but mm-hmm. when we're in those yep. tough situations, like, Third and three, third and four. Kenneth I think Dixon's, they're gonna put Kenneth Dixon in. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, and I wouldn't. And one thing about the wide receiving core, um, Lamar Jackson really made up for it last week on that uh, John Brown beautiful throw into the end zone. But really, last week I think one of the big problems was the refs just completely, yeah, just offensive pass interference. And it, everything. The the offensive pass interference on Crabtree was awful. Literally, the last play of the game, RG three throws it to Willie Snead. a great throw, but the Chiefs. Uh, cornerback hits him definitely there early hits him early definitely I mean it was a very obvious call 
it seemed like the refs just didn't want the Ravens to win. That's probably not true, but and then um, also I'm I'm excited to see the Ravens defense coming off 27 points let up by the Ravens defense against one of the best offenses in the entire league. I really think I want to see another Titans game like we had early in the season. We just I do too. Bash the quarterback. Don't let anything happen. Just really pound. Mm-hmm. Um. No. Yeah. I I I think the defense needs to step up. Although the Buccaneers' offense has not been bad, their passing game has worked all year between mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. Now the problem for them has been the interceptions, yeah. and also the problem for the Ravens has not been getting, getting interceptions. Yeah. Uh, they had their first interception last week since week five, week five or week Jeez. six. It was awful. Um, Chuck Clark grabbed one against Patrick Mahomes on a kind of side throw out of the pocket. Um, but I think the Ravens, in order to kind of win this game by – Steady margin. They need to pick off Jameis Winston at least two times. Yeah, I think so. I also really excited to see who marks up on um, Adam Humphreys and obviously Mike Evans. And I really think that uh, Marlon Humphrey is going to have a pick today or pick this game. Yeah, I I do. He hasn't had a pick yet this year. Um, Marlon Humphrey did not have the best game against uh, against no the Chiefs. He, he, a lot of penalties. He struggled. And... A lot of penalties. You know, Tyree Kill. You know, he's all he was. He's all over the field always. Mm-hmm. He's the fastest guy in the league, as Pope was saying the other day. Probably. Um, but one thing we can talk about here is the AFC North. You know, a lot of people were saying a couple a few weeks ago, you know, the Steelers have the AFC North. The Ravens were, I think the, the Bengals were five and four behind the Steelers, like three games back of the Steelers. Yeah. But now the Steelers are five, seven, five, and one. Yeah. They are really struggling right now. And it's not going to get easier for them. No. With the hardest schedule in football debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean – They've got the New England Patriots at home. And the Patriots, we talked about this yesterday, the Patriots don't lose two games in a row. Mm-hmm. That's just, I don't think that's going to happen. The Saints, at at the Saints, that's probably a loss too. Yeah. And Saints are probably one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. Yeah. And then that last game, don't be deceived by this, but the Bengals who are playing. They, they love to ruin playing, people's seasons. Playing like one of the worst teams right now. But, you know, we saw it last year, the worst ending ever. Against the Ravens. That oh. was so brutal. Um, but the Bengals, you know, they'd love to end the Steelers season like no one else. The, the Steelers have crushed the Bengals, crushed Marvin Lewis so many times, crushed their heart. A couple years ago in the 2015 playoffs, they had it right there. But no, Vontae, Vontae's perfect, being the idiot that he is, you know, just comes comes randomly in, gets a personal foul that ends up killing him. Yeah. Ends up ends up killing their playoffs in the visual round. Um, really tough for them. Yeah. Um, now, now we have Teddy here. Um, I'm not sure. Hey, guys. Yeah, he's just rolling and stuff. Um, but do you, what do you think the Ravens' odds of winning this division are? You know, three weeks ago, I would say tiny, minimal. But no, yeah. after these past weeks, the Steelers losing a terrible one to the Raiders on a mm-hmm. botched that was, field goal. <laughs> that was awful. I, I really think I would I would not be surprised to see the Ravens come up top. Are the Ravens the favorites to win the division? So right now the uh, Ravens have a 48% chance of winning this division, so technically not. But uh, I think, um, you know, the Browns still technically aren't out of it, so I guess they have a certain percentage to win it. But if you really think about this, I mean, that Steelers loss was huge. That's they're huge. They're on a three-game skid. Uh, and they're we were, they're we were, probably pretty deflated. You were just talking about it when you weren't here, that they have the toughest schedule in the NFL coming up. Absolutely. I mean, you know, in New Orleans, uh, I, I understand that the Buccaneers won in week one, but that was a difference, uh, different Saints defense. They had a 10-game win streak. They're, I think still they're probably the best team in the NFL. Um, and then, you know, the last time that the Patriots lost back-to-back games 
was week 12 and 13 of the 2015 season. So they don't they don't do they don't that. Yeah, I mean Belichick makes adjustments. Um, you do, know, they, do you think, they really shouldn't have lost last week anyway. Um, do you think the Ravens win the division? I think I think we do. I think we go nine and seven and win. Uh, but it doesn't really seem right that the nine and seven Ravens get to host the twelve and four probably yeah. Chargers. Uh, they're, they're you know we get to play them in week sixteen, uh, and I think we'll we'll probably lose that game. But uh, you know they'll they'll lose to the Chiefs this week likely. Um, but if they don't, then we'll play the Chiefs at home, which I would feel more comfortable about yeah. um, actually than playing the, the Chargers. I uh, I think one of the things. If the Ravens do go back to Arrowhead, which they would in the divisional round, I think that would be if the Kansas City would take care of business with the Chargers this week. Thursday, yeah. I think they have a plus chance of winning that game. Yeah, so besides the Texans and Chargers, I think we would present a, a really significant challenge to the Chiefs. Yeah, the, um, uh, I was reading an article yesterday that the Chiefs, the Ravens are the Chiefs' like avoid match. Yes, like they they yeah. don't want to play them. They don't want to play the Ravens again. I mean, you could just tell from the way they were playing that they they were afraid of the Ravens' defense. They changed their offense like they haven't on any other team the whole season to like as a respect for the Ravens. Really. So I'm not sure if you guys have talked about this yet, but um, going back to all the way back to Week Five, going into Week Five against the Browns, the Ravens were number five on the ESPN Power Rankings. We were called yep. the most complete team in the AFC. We had a really solid defense that had just held. Uh, uh, the Steelers Joe Flacco to, was playing well. The Steelers to 14 points in Pittsburgh. Um, Joe Flacco was on pace for, I think, 5,100 yards. Um, and pretty much all facets of our game uh, you know, were pretty complete. Um, and he's coming back probably this week uh, with the Buccaneers. So what are your thoughts on mm-hmm. um, his playing style? If yeah, he gets yeah, in I, or, or I saw he was probably going to be activated. Yeah. So I, I think he was probably pretty upset that uh, he wasn't active against the Chiefs because clearly he, he probably would have presented a more challenging uh, quarterback matchup for the Chiefs defense in overtime than Robert Griffin III. Also, like when Lamar Jackson got injured, you want Flacco in there or, rather than RG3. But also, honestly, in that late-game situation where we have 53 seconds, we're at the 20-yard line, Lamar Jackson, like, I, I put I put in Joe. I put in Joe. Yeah. He He can drive the Ravens down the field faster than Lamar. Lamar Jackson can... Do be a steady drive. He's great at that. He's great at bringing us down in eight minutes, score a touchdown. Which is normally really good. In the Which NFL. is great. You're looking for that. But in the two-minute offense, I I put in Joe. Yeah. For sure. And and really what Joe can do for you is he's a really good deep ball passer. Really? He doesn't like to do it for some reason, <laughs> but he completes a high percent of his passes, passes downfield. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, John Brown earlier this year, he was, you know, 100 yards a game, 90 yards a game, he and he was scoring touchdowns as well. And I think we've said this a lot, um, you know, Lamar Jackson's winning us football games, and he's but the our, water, our I'm definite not... starter. But Joe keeps the receivers happy, yes. which, is, yeah. which is important. Yes. But I actually watched an interview with John Brown after, I think it was Lamar Jackson's second start, and they talked about how they weren't getting receptions, and... John Brown said, I'm happy we're winning. We're winning. That's, okay. a, that's what I want. Yes. That, that's if you're, what you if you're not, to, if you're not like Antonio Brown, if you're not a huge diva, you you prefer to win. The whole Steelers team. Pretty much, yeah. Besides Juju Smith-Schuster, he's a he's an unbelievable player. No no discredit to him in any way. Uh, but if you're if you're John Brown, if you're Willie Sneed, you want to win. And Willie Sneed, in overtime, you know, he he was running over the middle, got caught a third down pass for first down and got popped, and he and he kept the ball in his hands. So that just showed some really good determination out of the Ravens. But um you know, I really, with Fitzmagic uh, or Jameis Winston coming in to play our secondary, yeah. uh, obviously we should be a little bit concerned. Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson are, you know, playing great this year. Cameron Brait, a really good tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what we should do is pretty much focus almost completely on the passing game because they're rushing Pey- game. Peyton Barber. He's not, he's not, he's not great. He's not, uh, you know, no. 
a great running back. He's, no. he's, he's going to get you your rushing yards, 50, 60 a game, but I wouldn't say that he's a rushing threat yeah. per se. So what what do you what do we think the kind of score predict what are our score predictions from this I don't game? know. I don't see it being super high scoring. Um but I, I think it's gonna be kind of close. Probably twenty to thirteen Ravens. That's really? what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty four to ten Ravens. I yeah, I can see Nate's possibility is a lot more a little more likely. I think this could be Lamar ja- Jackson's best game. Yeah, yeah, we we, gonna... we we were talking about it earlier how the uh He's improved, you know, a lot. Yeah, he he didn't have a bad game this past game. You know, Absolutely. he he's still he's still got to work on the short passes. I think he knows that. We all know that. I think um, it's just it's tough to win in a league when you're throwing for like 160 yards per game as a yes. quarterback. I don't care how many rushing yards you have, but without like the great defense that the Ravens are, you're not really going to be winning games mm-hmm. when you're only throwing mm-hmm. for between a, you know less than 200 passing yards. Yeah, because it's it's a passing league. It is a know? passing league. The the, the penalties and you know more holding on running plays the, the, the like penalties and, the penalties killed the ravens last yeah, week i mean it's, t- it's historic ravens to just kill yourself with penalties like so we had we had oh. 11 penalties for 112 yards last game you're turning the ball over a couple of times because that that that's got to equate for, to, for one or two turnovers fourth down fourth down turnovers or do you mean like or interceptions just, just like any type of turnovers because uh, uh, yeah we, no uh, undoubtedly I mean like the we, Michael Crabtree offensive pass interference that brought us it was kind of heinous like I, I did not see that being an offensive pass interference personally similarly to the uh, Dallas Goddard in the Philadelphia Eagles Cowboys game uh, he had a, a, a pass interference at the end of the game he's a tight end and uh, mm-hmm. it really was it didn't look like offensive pass interference at all um, but I think that uh, you know Mahomes he deserves a lot of credit for that he game. he got hit. A bunch of times, and the uh-huh. Ravens were chasing him all game. But I he think, managed. I think Don Martindale's to... various blitz packages and stuff—they're working, and they're, they're working, working really well. I'm just a little confused on how that last drive—we kind of slowed down on the blitzes. Which no, you... I get that you want to not let him go long, but it was working on, so on the well. fourth and nine. We definitely got uh, enough pressure. We, you know, we scrambled him out of the pocket, but um, throughout the drive, besides that, when they they were from like the thirty yard line to you know their touchdown. We only put we probably only put three or four men on the line, um, and with Martindale, I think complex linebacker blitzes. What he's really good at is disguising pressure. He'll put yes. you know Terrell Suggs or, or C.J. Mosley on the line of scrimmage and then put him back into zone coverage, um, and and that's why the Ravens defense has been confusing quarterbacks like Matt Ryan so much. I think C.J. Mosley should be used more as a blitz guy. I think put back Kenny Young and Patrick Owasso in the zone coverage, you know, CJ Mosley's always, he was there last week when Tyreek Hill caught that ball on fourth and nine. Um, I would use CJ Mosley more to blitz. So who's, who's going to cover the tight end then? Cause CJ Mosley's really, really good at that. Yeah. Um, you know, man to man coverage is a different story. Um, cause Cameron Bray is, is it's, really it's good. Very good tight end. Didn't he have, how many yards did he have last, last week? I, I don't know, but I mean, he, he's, he's, He's one of the better tight ends in the yeah. league. He's he's a Jared Cook, a, yeah, a, you know, not Gronk, obviously, but um, he's a threat for mm-hmm. sure. If you look at last week, besides Tyreek Hill on the last drive, most of the damage was done by Travis Kelsey in the first half. Really. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he, he was he, like literally whenever Mahomes needed someone, Travis Kelsey was right there for him for a 15 yard gain. Um, I was surprised to hear that actually. I didn't realize that Mahomes threw for 377 yards. That was more than I thought. Yeah. Um, but a lot of that came in the fourth quarter in overtime, and he's a super, you know, he's a super clutch quarterback, obviously. Uh, but going beyond the Buccaneers game, personally, I don't really think we win in Los Angeles. But I think coming possible, home against though. the Browns, um, weirdly enough, if scenarios make out like it, uh, the 
the division championship could be Ravens Browns uh, mm-hmm. in week 17. If the Browns win out and the Steelers lose two of their last three of their last three games, all lose out. Yeah. And then the Ravens lose um, to the Chargers and, and the Browns win and the Browns could win the division. Let's let's just talk for a second about the playoffs. Um, we're thinking we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. But so the Ravens seven and six are tied with three other teams who are also seven and six, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Titans. Honestly, I can't see the Dolphins or the Titans doing much no. with their but playoff the runs. So, yeah, the, the Titans Colts have to I play couldn't. in New York against the Giants this week, and that's a, that's a tough game. I, 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 I say I, they lose. I, I don't, the Giants are playing really good football now. Um, but I think the Colts are absolutely a threat. They have a pretty yeah. easy schedule. They're home against the Cowboys and Giants, and then they play in Tennessee in the last week of the season. I could definitely see them winning out, especially how they played against the Texans this week. Although that game against the Cowboys – Everybody's out who's out there, you better be rooting for the Cowboys because Absolutely. that that is a huge game. That could if the Steelers do end up winning one of these two games and the Ravens do not end up winning out. Um I don't know how much the Cowboys are gonna have really to play for in that game though. No, they, they're pretty much I mean they're winning against the they Eagles. They control their own destiny in the probably. Um you know, the Giants game in week sixteen, maybe that could be a spoiler game. Mm-hmm. Um the Titans certainly would want to yeah. win in week seventeen. But Andrew Luck's playing really, really, <laughs> really good football. Yeah, he is playing very well. Um and and this is a dangerous team. I think uh, the the Colts and the Ravens would be two wild card teams that a lot of a lot of division winners wouldn't want to see, especially the Texans. Um, and you know, with our running running style and good defense, we're you know we're kind of like a 1970s NFL football yeah. team. But uh, but we actually win the games, which is pretty interesting. And, and once we do hit that the playoff run, we'd probably be the four seed if if we're four or six, four or six. Yeah. So four seed, we've talked about that. We play the Chargers. Yeah. Six seed, we, we would play, play the, the Texans, Texans in Houston. Uh, no, no, that's not necessarily true. I mean, we still have the. It could be the Patriots, Patriots in New England, and the Patriots do not want to play us. Sure, but what we would need to do completely is slow down the tight end. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski looked really good in Miami last week, other than his game losing tackle, oh. um, which really would have knocked the Dolphins out of the playoffs. So that, that, that wasn't I, I, I was us. I was rooting for the Patriots in that game at the end. Uh, what we really need to do this week is root hard for the Patriots against the Steelers. That is, if they can win that, game. then that that's really large for us. Um, and the Saints are obviously going to be trying for home field advantage uh, in Week 16. So, um. The Steelers obviously have that difficult schedule, um, and they're in shambles right now. Mike Tomlin needs to needs to step it up. Yeah. I mean, they lost to the Raiders last week. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, and and Chris Boswell slipping on turf. And all I can say though is that is that Juju Smith Schuster deserves a lot of credit for what yeah. he's been doing. Um, to end, I want to know if you guys have any hot takes for this week. Oh, all right, yeah. So I I think the uh, the running game goes crazy this week. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so our first game with Lamar Jackson, he had over 100 yards rushing, and so did Gus Edwards. I think that's going to happen again, but like maybe 140 per person. I, I'm saying, I'm saying, my hot take is Kenneth Dixon has over 100 yards of rushing. I think he gets 12 carries for 100 yards. He's he's churning out really good yards per carry right mm-hmm. now. He's uh, he's getting a lot, especially against the Chiefs. Uh, mine's probably going to be Lamar Jackson gets. Two, over 250 yards passing, yeah, and mm-hmm. he's going to go two or three touchdowns. Although that may not sound hot for everybody well, else, Lamar Jackson has not thrown for over 200 yards this year. And I think a lot of those 250 are going to go to Mark Andrews, one of yep. Lamar's favorite targets, yep. uh, who really has flourished this year in yep. Baltimore. He's, I mean, he's probably our number one tight end. Uh, you know, our number one draft pick uh, hasn't been doing too well. No, he has Hurst. not. Um, he was actually drafted ahead of uh, Lamar Jackson, so. Lamar Jackson is one of the five uh, 
quarterbacks drafted in the first round, where do you think he ranks um, among them? I think Baker Mayfield's got to be the the best one, but Lamar might be you know two or three behind maybe Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, I go three. I go three. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, either well, either way, he's winning games, yeah. and not a lot of rookie quarterbacks do that effectively. So, uh, I think the defense has gotten better also since mm-hmm. he's come in there. You know, they're rested, they're motivated, I mean, and and this Baltimore team doesn't want to choke again, <laughs> yeah. like last season's. Bengals. I mean, part of what you're talking about the defense being rested. Lamar has something that Joe cannot do. He can put together eight nine minute drives Absolutely. and just kill the other team's defense. Yeah. And the special team seems to be playing better also. Sam Cook and uh, and obviously Cyrus Jones with the big 55-yard punt return mm-hmm. that could have been the play of the game, um, really, if the fourth and nine wasn't converted. Uh, but all three facets of the game looking pretty good right now, and uh, that's pretty much all I have. Yeah, I, that, that, that about wraps it up here. So um, we're probably going to do a NFL podcast or predictions for NFL Week 15 coming up. Probably this afternoon. It probably won't be up till tomorrow. This will probably be up tonight. Um, but we will see you tomorrow and have a nice day.